Welcome to Honest Conversations, the show that deals honestly with tricky subjects that most of you avoid, but you have to confront if you're going to have a proper relationship and good friends, true friends, with me, Daniel Confino, and her, Sarah Sharman. And this must be our sort of most important episode, really, show, because it, under the theme of Honest Conversations, we're talking about not being honest. Mm, yeah. So that's really difficult. Yes, for I mean, some. Would you say you're an honest person, Sarah? I would say I am an honest person. Yeah. Yes. I was actually thinking about this uh, topic. Oh, really? You put some effort in ahead of time yes yes because i was texting you yesterday you said well, what are we going to be talking about and i told you and and then i was just recalling the times <laughs> when people have come to me because i'm honest mm. in college my friend adrian who's a massive fitness influencer now came up to me and said sarah i'm coming to you with this question because i know that you give me an honest answer without like thinking about like you know not hesitating and she was right she asked me the question can't remember what the question is to this day but she appreciated that honesty hmm. so there are people that you go to when you want to hear something unbiased and just without considering other factors and then there are other people that you go to where you want to hear something but not something honest you just want reassurance. That's the word I'm looking for, yes. And you tell it to them the way it is. Mm. Yeah, I'm a bit like that, actually. So how is this going to work when we're both the same? You know, we, well, we, can, I we, have... we, we need one of us to be a lying, you know, skullduggery type of person. Well, I, I have tried and, lying. I mean, as David Mitchell said in a recent book, you know, mm. honesty is the second best policy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like if you can't get away with it, you know, then yeah. if you try it on, yeah. it doesn't work, you found out, mm. then, you know, you can always step back into just giving them the honest truth. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we were talking in a, in a previous episode about when you're charged in court, you know, not just charged, but you're, you you have to plea. Yes. You know, and they put the charges to you and then you say, how do you plead? I do think they say guilty or not guilty, don't they? Don't they? Maybe they do. Mm. And you say whatever you say. Yes. And if you had, if you put the word honestly after that, you know how would that affect things? Not guilty, honestly. Right. You know, would that would that help? Do you think? Yeah. Because it's like because you're knowing the truth within you and letting. Them... Yeah, but you might be lying through your teeth. But I'm just asking uh. if you put the if you say honestly, whether it helps. Mm. Um. You know, and people often say, let me be honest with you, don't yes. they? Which makes you wonder about what they're doing the rest of the time when they don't say that. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, if, if, if they don't say, let me be honest with you, you can assume that, you know, all the other times... Yes. ...they're being dishonest. Oh, yeah. Because that's what you turn around and say to somebody when they say that. You know, Does that mean you're dishonest the rest of the time? Oh. You know, they don't like that. No. I'm yeah. going to try that. No one has ever said that. I mean, people don't really mean it in that way. They mean, let me be really frank with mm. you. Frank. Yeah. Explicit and the Unretouched Photographs was one of my favourite bands at Cambridge. Oh. Yeah. It's quite a clever brand, band name, don't you think? Yeah. Un Untouched Photographs. Unretouched. Frank, Explicit, 
you know, he was the leader. Yeah. And the unretouched photographs with the other members of the band, including the drummer, obviously. Cause, you know, no one's interested in the drummer, are they? No. He's always hidden behind some sort of acoustic cage these days as well. Was yeah. well, that just in case he throws his drumstick out? I don't oh. know. But you've got me thinking about other points of honesty then, is seeing things in its true form. I didn't think of that, because lots of people these days are hiding behind filters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what it's not mean? an honest representation of... Seeing in their at? life. Oh, you're talking about a big thing now. You're talking about the way they curate their existence on social media and, and, and only publish the Instagrammable things in their life. Oh. And not the, you know, all the muddy Tuesdays. Well, I was thinking more of uh, the media. Yeah. Not so much social media. Well, tell but me, tell me. Well, when you're saying the untouched photographs... Yeah, unretouched. <laughs> But to me, I heard untouched photographs with their uh, what's put, put in magazines. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some kind of like agreement now not to digitally enhance people, isn't there? Mm. Is that right? Enhance so you, or reduce. So you have, um, well, <laughs> I think that's what it generally means. Enhance means reduce, you know, <clears throat> as an improve. Yes. Improve in the mind of, you but know, but I was thinking enhance, enhancing the breasts and reducing the waist. That's the enhancement I was looking at. You know, when I was growing up and we watched Miss World, oh, yeah, it's now called Miss Universe, I think. Mm. Probably because you know, we're traveling. Last time I looked, there weren't that many Martians on there, but you know, I guess they're just getting ready for you know, when they the great reveal when, when they find life on, on other planets in, yeah. in other solar systems a bit like me you know my company name is intergalactic amalgamated enterprises i haven't got that much going on outside of mother <laughs> earth but i just didn't want to have to change the name if at some point i did yeah and You're so ready for this. but miss um world mm. is always and this is inches by the way so this is going back it was 36 24 36 bust waist hips yeah that was the idealised figure. What was the first one? 36. Six. The point is the hips and the bust are the same. Is they that still are. the same? Is that still what people want? I mean... I mean is it, well, when I say want, I mean, what does that mean even? But That's just the general measurements of the body. I mean, you, you can... The, the easiest one to manipulate mm. is the the first one, the size of the bust, isn't yes. it? Yes. You can do various things. There's the chicken breast, chicken fillet thing down the... <laughs> down the bra <laughs> there's, all this, fillet. <laughs> there's all these devices for lifting up your knockers mm. oh, did I say knockers I meant tits um, and um, yeah you know and then the waist I mean people don't wear corsets anymore but obviously there was a time yeah. when you needed somebody behind you with you know great pulling force oh would, yeah who would get that corset on and What's strap you in and your back and squeeze your waist yeah yeah, yeah. And then the hips, not so much you can do with the hips. No, because they don't lie. <laughs> What's that, a minute on the, a lifetime on a minute where? And a lifetime on the hips? A minute and in the mouth? A moment on the lips, a, a lifetime on the hips. But Shakira's shaking her hips, telling everyone that they don't lie. So what you see is what you get. Yeah, so we were saying that being honest about your body mm, shape. Yeah. And of course, they're trying to make it more acceptable you know to to be non-conformist right i mean you know so whatever the latest version of 36 24 36 is um you know i mean and then when they have a plus 
size model or something. Yeah. They, you know, they're, it's becoming like one of these tokenist things, isn't it? You know, where they sort of include all sorts of versions of female beauty. Yeah. It's true, though, around the world and at different times, there have been different views on beauty. Yes, uh-huh. And where the sexual focus is. The sexual focus is. Well, the thing true, that men yeah. look at. Yeah, know, yeah, no. They look at these days the arse, the yeah. crotch, the tits. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't mean to use vulgar language. Um, <laughs> but, you know. In France, the word for tits is, is Seine, which is the same as the river, you know. Oh. So, I mean, let's call them the Thames. The Thames. Whereas <laughs> well, the French would call it Le Tamesis. It's right. a bit too murky yeah, so you, for me. You can, you, know, you, know, you can adjust Le Tamesis uh, yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it is, it's just ridiculous. It's just one idealised version of all this. Mm. Unfortunately, it, it, it does work in a way, doesn't it? I mean, women these days are looking increasingly the same to me. Yeah, I know. There's a look they're all trying to achieve. Yeah. And they all look the same. Mm. They're almost almost robotic, you know. It's just all these influencers who tell them how to put on their makeup and they've got a style that they can imitate. Do you know what? I was asked a question for an audition the other day. I rambled on about the first bit of the question I didn't answer the second bit. And the question was... Are you do you, are you affected by what people think of you? And I'll leave that on that note and come back with the answer after we've heard from our commercial sponsors. No. Oh gosh, I've got it wrong. We've after we've heard from Tom Petty, and I won't back down. <clears throat> I'll get there one day. So, are you affected by what people think of you? Do you think you're honest with yourself about how people perceive you and how you come across to them? You only know that by listening to your voice within (laughs) and the audience that you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Well, I think this is the point you made right at the beginning, Sarah, that you you can surround yourself with people that support your own views, Mm. don't challenge you. Yes probably aren't honest mm. you know, does my ass look big in this no Sarah it looks great well actually in your case it's probably alright <laughs> but um, yeah you know you can surround yourself with people that support your own view and won't challenge you and just there to pump up your ego mm. or you can involve people that you know will tell you and without fear of the consequences yeah um, because people do turn you know people don't like to hear the truth no. Well, if, if you're the sort of person that might not like to hear the truth, you know that the question is being asked only for confirmation, not really for, you know, con- uh, a contrary uh, opinion. Mm. So um, that you, you, in a way, you've almost set yourself up by the way you conduct yourself. So I, I say in the online world, yeah, I call it digital, social media, blah blah blah. You know, people do. 
curate and cultivate an image, don't mm, they? They're, yes. not, they're not being honest because we know there's all the things that didn't work. Right. There's the cake that was a disaster, but you only see the cake that was successful. Yes. There's the day out that was a disaster. You only see the day out that was successful. Oh, yeah. So you get a very sort of lopsided view yeah. of the world. Oh. I mean, we talked about this, and just everyone know we do a podcast series, which is now obviously finished, yeah. called Honest Conversations. Talks with my neighbour. Yeah. Yeah, available on all podcast outlets. Do take a listen. And if you want to reach out to us, we are available on those social medias, Twitter, Instagram. So, yeah. Or you can talk to us about this show as well. Daniel, I just had... uh, Just, I remembered something. So... As you say, we speak to people, we go to various people. <laughs> and by the way, it's not honest conversations, it's homespun wisdom. Oh, did I say honest conversations? No, I said it. Oh, it's you said it. Homespun wisdom talks about my name. We're getting confused. We're getting confused. What are we doing today? Yeah. <laughs> Good job we don't record in different studios for them. <laughs> but, uh, yes, so going to people for various honest opinions or not honest opinions. Mm. Do you ever just throw your opinion in the hat without... Being asked? Yes. Unsolicited. Yeah. You've got your dictionary with you. you can I know that, that one. You know that. <laughs> oh, your streetwalking days. Um, just in case anyone's worried, Sarah doesn't mind. You know, we, we have a very good relationship. Yeah. We just kind of set this up a bit that, you know, I pretend she doesn't know things, but she does. She knows way more than me. And she did win the arm wrestle recently. There we go. Um, so unsolicited opinions. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. Oh. I mean, just kind of, you know, I mean, I've been up to a few mums, you know, with screaming children mm. and, and offered them advice on how to calm them down. It's not well received. Oh, yeah. I mean, they say go back to your seat in first class, you know. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Yes, I did it. I've done it a couple of times. And one time it was when my friend showed me a picture of a girl that they were interested in. Her social media. And I gave my honest... I mean, it was a girl interested in the girl? No, a guy that was interested in the girl. Okay. And another guy was listening to the conversation. And I said, well, she looks like so-and-so. Just saying what... like hot? No, yeah, she did look hot. But then I was like, well, she's putting out there something that is going to entice a certain type of person into. Example, cleavage. Cleavage. Height, something. Look, pouting lips. You know, turning her head over her shoulder as if he's behind her. Yeah, some headless ones where it's just the body and this. And I was like, if that's the type of girl that you want to go for, that's fine. But I'm, as a female of the species, I will tell you that this girl is not looking for what you're looking for. And she will pass you off to someone else later. My other friend was like, well, you can't say that. I said, I can say what I want because I'm entitled to my opinion. <laughs> I'm entitled to my opinion. Yes. That is when the modern world went to hell in a handcart, when people believe that they have a right to their opinion. And is that a right, by the way? Oh, yeah. You know, it's like kind of like, whew, a right to their opinion. Like, mm. you can't take it away from me. Yeah. But do they have an obligation to get informed? to think yeah or just blurt out the first idiotic thing that comes into their head or that was fed them mm. by the influencer they follow on social media so they can just parrot and that's a good word parrot because we actually had a green parrot out the window didn't we earlier we did what's going on the climate <laughs> is changing you know i mean everyone says 
climate change, end of the world. But, you know, I quite look, like looking at parrots. It won't be the end of the world. It's just going to be the end of humans. Oh, well, that's all right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. The world has been through a few of these before. It's had some dinosaurs. Yeah. There are a few dinosaurs around today, actually. They're called men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're an extinct species, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, the only reason why women are interested in men is because the vibrator can't mow the lawn <laughs> or change a light bulb <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes people entitled to their opinion and often they say it yeah is it because they're they're honest and they're looking out for they want to be part of the conversation i think i think to tell somebody better. Some, mm, i think to sort of just you know tell somebody something that they might not want to hear when you don't have a you know, I mean, it's not obvious why you would be doing that. You know, mm. it is quite hard to understand. I mean, I think most people would find it a bit of an affront that you that you offered an opinion, particularly if it was personal. Yeah. I mean, I've got involved with people when I've seen them choosing wine, and they're obviously dithering and not yeah. clear. You know, I don't mind going up to them and saying, "Look, not done I mean, that as well." I'm not exactly the greatest wine expert in the world, but. Yeah, it looks like you're trying to impress you're some familiar. young. You're trying to impress some young lady, and yeah. just admit it. You don't know the first effing thing about it. Yeah. You know, you're more comfortable down the beer and cider end of the of the um, store, and they seem so relieved. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I caught this one guy buying a bottle of wine called "Goes Well with Chicken." What in Tesco? Yeah, it was actually called "Goes Well with Chicken." You're having a laugh. No, I'm not. I mean, obviously designed <laughs> for people. And I looked at what the price of this wine, which was absolute rubbish. Yeah. I was going to say shit, actually, but, you know, you have to be careful what you say mm. on the radio. Um, utter crap, let's just say. You know. Yeah. Is that better? Yes, that's um, it. And, uh, but, you know, but he was going to buy it. I, I, I actually took him back. You know, he was behind me waiting to, to pay, and I, so I just stopped, you know, freeze the action. Come with me, you know. And we went back, and I said, is it for chicken? Yes, it was for chicken. So, you know, who's it for? And what, are you, what are you looking for? Dry, fruity, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we chose a really nice bottle of wine for the same money. Mm. And he was very happy. You know, he was delighted. He was prepared to be honest about his yeah. ignorance. And, uh, That's and we, good. And we had a good good interaction. So, I mean, there I did intervene. Yeah. And he could have taken it all the wrong way. Oh, who do you think you are telling me about wine? You know? Yeah. And I'd say the guy who knows a lot more than you, but... <laughs> but this is the thing. Maybe... And maybe it's the same with, with, with relationships. Maybe. Oh, I see, I see you've chosen uh, that girl. She's called Goes Well With. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I... I mean... I seem to get myself in a little bit of pickle which I don't realise is a pickle until the pickle has fully pickled so with my brothers in their choice of girlfriends well they're my brothers I'm protected of them I say well I'll let you know if I'm not too keen on them mm. which goes they, they don't like it at the beginning and then they come back months later mm. oh you were right about them I think I'm a bit of a psychic at times a sidekick or a psychic I'm your sidekick. Yeah, and their sidekick. Yeah. Let's hear from our commercial sponsors. Pray it's not a wine merchant. <laughs> <laughs> Goes well with fish. <laughs> People, process and sources. Monday at noon with me, David Morgan, on Spectrum On Air. The show that lifts the curtains on decisions which affect you, your family and your business. Be in the know with PPS. People, process and sources with me, David Morgan. Every Monday at noon here on Spectrum on Air. Back to the conversation. So I think we left everybody just before the commercial break, you know, mm. at the um, wine 
aisle in in Tesco. Yeah. And I mean, it, it just occurred to me that you know that, that there is a certain type of girl that gets left on the shelf as well. You know, oh, maybe, no. maybe she's saying. Can to, we not talk about me again, please, Daniel? <laughs> maybe she's got you know clothes on that saying you know doesn't go well with anything. Mm. Um, and so even the ignorant buyer or in you know chappy, let's say. You know, tends to shun that bottle. Oh, what if it was on offer? I mean, the reduced section. Maybe, maybe there could be a whole bunch of new T-shirt. A T-shirt line goes well with, you know, well, then yeah. you could sort of make some suggestion about who you go well with. You know, intelligent, um, mm. artistic, sensitive types. Yes. So maybe we could just do a sort of thing for the girls. You know, about oh. who they go well with. All the boys, for that matter. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, do you know that? Girls do self-purchases and boys do gift purchases. Do you know that? Ah, I do actually. Yes. 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 I. Uh, so maybe for no, the girls, for the girls, they should be buying stuff that says "Aren't I beautiful?" Right. And for the boys, they should be buying stuff that makes you more. You know, I can't even think what I'm saying now. Oh. Goes well with blondes. <laughs> I actually caused a bit of upset at a. We were having a bit of a lunch party the other day and Ooh. got to the coffee stage. Right. It's about six o'clock. Okay. Lunch, you know. That's a long lunch. Maybe it was six thirty. <laughs> and we got you know to coffee and, and Jane ordered an Americano with um hot milk on the side. Mm. And I ordered an Americano with a hot blonde on the side, you know. And I mean Did they deliver? It, it well <laughs> everyone got very offended. <laughs> One chap found it funny. Oh, that's good. And I had to have my suit clean because of all the brandy that he spluttered over me. <laughs> right, so... Sorry, that was an abrupt interruption. You gave your opinion about the wine. I gave my opinion about a person. Yep. Yours was mostly received. But then you said to me, Sarah, maybe they don't want to hear that. Yep. But this is the thing. People don't want to hear what... They have, they, want, they have a right to be ignorant. So. They have a right to be ignorant. They okay. have a right to, you know, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Yeah. You know, that kind of shut yourself off from the world. Yeah. It was the Russians who actually invented a new right, because they didn't have many rights in Russia. Mm. It was the right to queue for bread, yeah. the right to be cold in winter. Yeah. You know, and then there was the right to be ignorant. Which yeah. was, you know, they, they sort of t- developed that into a sort of huge thing. Yeah. I don't want to know. I mean, if you don't know about things, you don't get envious, you see, and upset. Mm. As soon as you start seeing posters of expensive Western girls with their, you know, luxurious glossy hair and perfect Mm. makeup, you start feeling bad about yourself. You you know, the fact that you look like some Russian peasant, you know, doesn't go down so well. Did you notice how (gasps) the wives of Russian presidents started becoming more attractive to in western eyes oh yeah to begin with they just look like Stalinist monsters you know yeah and then you know eventually they started having a good quiff and losing a few pounds didn't eat too many potatoes mm. probably started eating other stuff and um yeah now look um just a shift tack a little bit okay i i in choosing the music for this i know i let you you know have full carte blanche that means uh white card um, in <laughs> French you know what's that other thing in French we were talking about oh yes ta tante fait ta 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 that's mainly for my humour <laughs> that means your aunt made a ta 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 for Tintin Tintin oh we could have used the word tin tin well, I mean, I'm trying to think of more uh, things a tin tarts tin yes yeah. um, before you go with your lyrics there yes so I was saying yes about people but then also you can suss people out 
straight away, can't you? Because I've had people say, oh, I don't want to work with that person because da 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 And they're just being honest. Mm-hmm. And then they take on board and go, okay, we won't put those two working together. Yeah. So just be clear. Do you ever learn anything from that, though, just working with people you like and know? Do you, do you think you learn? And that's a life-enhancing experience? Or do you just think you've closed down, you know, yeah. improvement and growing? by only allowing yourself to be surrounded by people that don't challenge or upset or engage you in that way? Well, I will work happily with whomever, whatever the situation, but if it's something that someone that I don't get on with, I'll be more reserved, or if they don't appreciate my highly amusing jokes because I don't have a sense of humour, I just won't waste my jokes on them. So I'll I'll stay in that situation, but a lot of people just want to be removed because they're very sensitive. Yeah, I mean we talked about this elsewhere yes. that you know we did. Yeah, there are people that just want to be left alone. Mm. You know, I, I guess you have to respect that, don't you? Yeah, at least I'm honest not, about it's not, it's not it. Your, and... Not your job to shake them up and no, you know, and change their world view. They, they may be happy in their in yes. their world. I mean, you know, I mean there's this, is there is this expression that the unexamined life is not worth living. Mm. which is kind of like a you know be curious be experimental yeah. go places that you don't find easy shine a light in the dark corners you know and um but that's me that's you yeah you know, and, and i can't you can't force that on everybody no you can't um so i think this whole thing about being honest you, i think what you're saying is is right that you, you you're always tailoring what you say to people a little mm. around what you think they want to hear what's yeah. palatable do you know the word palatable? I do, yeah. your dictionary there? Um, you know, for them. And, um, yeah, you know, there's always that interplay, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, there, there is that that question, you know, does my bum look bigger than this? Mm. Now, why do people ask that? Because I want to they go shopping. They themselves. go shopping with a friend, yeah. don't they? Who do you choose to go shopping with? What type of person? An honest person. Okay, so you want to hear your bum does look bigger than this? Yeah, no. If it does. I don't know. I, I mean, not don't people normally choose their rah-rah supporter club to go shopping with? Mm. The ones that are going to encourage them into buying whatever, you know, uh-huh. thing. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe some, maybe, the brave, maybe I, the brave one does choose somebody that's going to tell them straight. Yeah. You look like a complete whatever in this, you know. And yeah. because, but the thing is, here are the things you don't know about yourself in life. Right. How big your ass looks yeah. from behind and what your face looks like. Because you're looking out of it. Mm. You can see yourself in the mirror, but you right now, having a conversation with me, don't really know what you look like, do you? No. And neither do I. Yeah. I mean, you know, be honest. What are you you seeing in me? A handsome older gentleman who's not put product in his hair today, but it still sits very well with the curls, just wild and free. The Einstein look, you mean? Oh, not quite Einstein today. Salvador Dali? Professor Robert Winston, Mario, Super Mario, (laughs) Pablo Escobar. I think it's more of a Baroque style. Baroque? (laughs) Yes. Instead of Baroque. Maybe, oh, what's the composer I'm thinking of? Anyhow, I'll have a think of this. And what are you thinking? I think you're thinking Beethoven. There we go. Yeah. I've got no musical skills, though. I'm Einstein, you know, I'm... I could certainly, certainly consider myself on, a, on some sort of level pegging there. Right. But, um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the theory of relativity, I've applied it to everything in my life. You know, I'm a good person, relatively. 
<laughs> I'm an honest person, relatively. relatively. <laughs> as long as you can bend the space-time continuum a bit with gravity, you know, the gravity being the importance of the situation. As we were just saying that you, you know, depending on the importance of the matter to the person, you bend the truth. And yes. so that's my version of Einstein's theory of relativity: e mm. equals mc squared. You know, effort equals. Um, well, I can't think of a better. It's energy equals mass times the speed of light right. squared. Did you know that? Probably about 20 years ago. Dictionary there. <laughs> squaring things is... Do we need oh, to, I know about squaring, yes. Do we need to break for some music? I think we do. Who are we going to have? Maybe some Daniel Bedenfield and Honest Questions. He used to live in a bedsit in Lewisham. Are you joking? Yeah, no. No, just down the road. Wow. Wow. Or maybe with his mum. Maybe. But here he is. Can you see the honest questions in my heart this hour? I'm opening like a flower to the rain And do you know the silent sorrows of a never-ending journey through the pain? Do you see bright a day for me, another day a day? Do you wonder what's in store for me, the cure for me, the way? Oh, look down, see the tears I've cried, the lies I've lived, the deaths I've died, but you died them too. And all for me, you say. Back to the conversation. So, Daniel, I was thinking. Oh no, that's always dangerous. Yes, I know. Wait a minute, what's that steam coming out your ears? Did I see the vague glow of a two watt bulb? <laughs> two watts? <laughs> I should be so lucky. <laughs> Keep pedalling, it'll light up. Yes. So, I had this thought whilst we were talking, and I also had this thought last night. I will benefit myself, if that's the way to say it from not talking for the rest of the show. No, I joke. From not talking in certain situations. So if someone comes, actually it's happened. You know when you go and see a show and people ask you what you thought of it? Yeah. And if it's not good, I will find a constructive way to tell them how they can improve or what I didn't enjoy, which- You mean people involved in the show? Yes. Okay. Or right. film, not not or just any mate, right? Yeah, I get it. And other audience members, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that can be very uh, uneven ground to walk on. But then I've also found in some sometimes I should just say nothing at all because, yeah, being honest, I, I just have trouble lying. Yeah. So and if people you, if you, can tell when I'm lying. I feel. Do you ever tell or a tick? Do you scratch your nose or look? up or I, I do scratch you yeah. send my eyeline the other way or mm -hmm. I don't know it, it's so just you, an, so your approach is just be silent be silent if I can't lie about it I'd rather not say anything about it there's a new quote I saw right about you know because a lot of people witness let's say racism mm -hmm. or you know things a woman being put down or social whatever. injustice I don't mean violence against them because then you have to intervene but I mean yeah you know, just something which was degrading and upsetting. Yes. And they don't do anything. Right. That there's, there's a new thing which says silence in those situations is a lie. Oh. 
And that, I think that's quite an interesting concept. Wow. Oh. Because it kind of like, you know, if you didn't do something, if you didn't say something, yeah. it's as good as lying. Yeah. A lot of people would say, well, it's not because I didn't say anything. But mm. you see, that is terrible. Yes. And so you, they, want make, they want to make people feel sensitive about their duty to speak up, yes. you know, to say something, to intervene. Um, and so, you know, that, that quote, which I found really quite profound, yeah. that silence in those situations is a lie. Because a lot of people hide away from things. I think that's their retreat, you know, that they, mm. they can um, avoid it that way. But they're not being honest with themselves. Yeah. And a lot of people nurse for years afterwards. Um, resentments. Well, not resentments, but a feeling of guilt um, that they didn't do right. something. Yes. You know, that they, they, let, they stood by mm. whilst that happened. I was actually thinking about something that happened to me. I was 17 before I went to uni and I had a job right. working in a solicitor's office. I didn't know anything about the world, you know, very much. But I was working in the solicitor's office, and one of the part, one of the lawyers there was in the family division, whatever you call it. Okay. And a lot of his clients were distressed m women. Right. You know, often wanting protection from violent um, men mm. and that type of thing. And I realised afterwards, yeah. sometimes years afterwards, that he had actually been using his position to seduce them. No. Yeah, because they were vulnerable and he was, the, you know, their source of, you know, oh. saviour sort of thing. He was going to protect them. Oh. And, and he thoroughly abused that. Yeah. And I hadn't, and I, because he was sitting in the office with another lawyer, I didn't think, you know, anything of it. But I mean, later I realised, <clears throat> as you sometimes do when you're more mature, you know, yeah. what's normal, you don't know at 17. No. Um and that's worried me, you know, quite recently, actually, I've been mulling over that, whether I yeah. I avoided it, whether I, you know, really did know. Mm. What do you know about yourself now at 63, you know, more than half a lifetime ago, yeah. what you were thinking? But, you know, I, I, there is that problem that if you don't do something, it is like a lie. It's like telling a lie yeah. and living with it and having the guilt. It's, it's almost as bad, that's I it. think. So the conversations are going on in your head and you just thought, well, if I just spoke up or mentioned something to I mean, I am, I am the guy it. to speak up today, as you well know. Yes. I'm, a, I'm very not quiet about all sorts of things. And yes. I'm fearless, courageous. And I, I think, actually, that maybe... Um, have we got time before we... Yes, we have. Well. Yeah, I mean, I think people break out into two categories. Mm. And hopefully at a certain stage in life, you know whether you're a coward or courageous. Yeah. I mean, if you've read The Wizard of Oz, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know that this is a, a question that you have to ask. Um, yeah, are you a coward or are you courageous? Yeah. And I think the honesty goes with that to right. a large extent. Yeah. If you're a coward, you're not likely to be honest. You shrink from things. Yeah. You shy away from things. You avoid things. Yeah. You duck things. You're silent. Yeah. And I think if that's you, you know, you need to have a bit of a think about how honest you're being mm. and whether you've now corrupted yourself. Yeah. It's getting a bit serious, this, isn't it? But whether you've corrupted yourself by your own inaction and silence in the past. Yeah. And now you're thinking, why would I say something now when I didn't all those other times? And the answer is because it's never too late to change. It's never too late to say something. Mm. It's never too late to tackle the bullies. Yeah. Um, that's what this is all about. 
Sarah, I think we should hear from our commercial sponsors. Okie dokie. And then we'll come back for the third segment. In a bit, folks. We are Spectrum On Air. Come into the sumptuous world of advertisements, programs and shows that are delightfully curated for the discerning listener in enticing subjects including dark, rich delicious digital marketing Oh, sorry, I got a bit carried away there. You're listening to Spectrum On Air. Have you thought about advertising on radio? Think maybe it's too expensive? At Spectrum On Air, we want to help your business thrive. So we have created bespoke advertising packages to suit all budgets. Starting from as little as £25, we can create the perfect advertisement for any size business. So email us today, spectrumonair at gmail.com. To the conversation. So, Daniel, I was thinking, I'm having ways... Oh, you were thinking great- again. No, yeah, we I discussed know. that. It's not a good idea. It's becoming a terrible habit. Maybe you should learn to relax more. Oh. Listen to the last <laughs> programme. I feel I'm on fire. So, both you and I are very honest. And sometimes our honesty doesn't really help people if they're trying to find things, well, not find things out. So, I think the way in to go in life, if people can't take such an honest comment or feedback or whatever hints hints or just go I'm not going to do anything I know what's going on they'll just have to figure it out for themselves really not sure I get the give me a worked through example of that uh, <clears throat> what sort of thing are you thinking of so if their bum does look big in there in the oh, in item yeah tell them pardon tell them well, no, if, well, they, if they can't handle oh, I see the you mean, honesty... How, how are you going right. to... So you'll have to hint in another way to say... I would try something else on. Exactly. Yeah, maybe this isn't the most flattering. Exactly. Right. Just working a way round the situation mm. to tender to their needs and their emotions and everything I mean, like that. You could, you could, there's lots of ways you could put it, aren't there? You know, like maybe, you know, there are guys out there that like big asses. you know. Like, yeah, maybe. That, that, that could be another way of putting it. Yeah. If you see danger we, 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 coming on... And if they they think they're a great driver, and you've got one of those backseat passengers who's instead of being like, "Oh, look out for that so and so there," just be like, "Oh, that's an interesting item they're wearing to the left, the, the pedestrian crossing the road," instead of the driver just going, "I can see what's in front of me." <laughs> yeah, but risk know. assessment is it called risk assessment mm. or risk? something or other I think it's risk assessment you know it's, it's about spotting the the peripheral danger yes that somebody has coming, a perception has a perception that's it yeah um, told you that's on fire yeah <laughs> it's all about spotting the thing that they haven't seen which isn't right in front of them it's coming from the side or whatever you know it's mm. an emerging risk yes yeah like somebody running down the road or, or whatever yes well I yeah you know you're talking about being diplomatic if I can use that diplomatic. word diplomatic there we go and that's a way of avoiding you know I mean like people when when they want to confront China right with the horrible treatment of you know their Muslim minority population yeah they were they, they were always saying oh, you can't just tell them straight out you know because mm. they'll get offended or something you know you have to find a way of suggesting yeah that maybe this is suboptimal or something no you know i think you tell them yeah i mean i got i, I tricked the chinese ambassador by sending him a letter okay which made it look like i was sort of 
friendly ah. by listing all the terrible things they've done mm. and saying, I can't believe that China is doing this. You know, it's just it's ridiculous. This great country, China, would ruin its reputation forever by doing these things. No, it can't be possibly be true that you would do that. And I listed all the things that was actually, you know, a way of condemning them. But it looked like it, you know, to the simple yes. mind that I was on their side. That's what I wanted them to think. I drew inspiration from Jonathan Swift mm. and his pamphlets. You know, he wrote Gulliver's Travels. And um, and they wrote me a seven-page letter back. Dear Daniel, with all sorts of stuff in it. Yeah. Know, pathetic stuff. I sent it to the press and they printed it. Oh. Or bits of it, you know. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, I like tricking people. <laughs> <laughs> so I was dishonest about that. Oh. In a way, because I disguised my true intentions. See, I, I let them think I was friendly, whereas actually I was strongly opposed as any decent right-minded thinking person would be about mm. what they've done and I actually put the you know I mean I, I was a bit worried when having discovered what I did you know these random people started turning up at my door in shiny ill-fitting suits you know uh, asking Daniel Confino I'll live here <sighs> that's my French accent that's your <laughs> 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 <Well>, it's Finnish <laughs> yeah no, but you know we've avoided one subject What's that? Then? Lying. Lying. Well, I was... Where are you on lying? Mm. I mean, there's obviously the little white lie. Yes. You can hide behind, but, you know, just out and out lying. Yes. I mean, there's a song that you, know, you didn't want me to reference before. Oh, sorry, I forgot about that. Said I Loved You But I Lied by Michael Bolton. Yes. Everyone must know that. Mm. Said I Loved You But I Lied Because This Is More Than Love I Feel Inside. Yeah, pretty straightforward rhyme not nothing very clever michael i think yeah could have helped you there a bit um <laughs> but um the point being that he's actually saying he lied because he was more it was more than love right now that's clever it was more you know normally when you lie it's it's for personal gain you know that you're trying to get something out of it aren't you or avoid something but he, he he's actually saying it's a bit like you know sarah you're looking so attractive today mm. I'm, I'm lying yeah then I you really don't <laughs> then, then you then you get the sort of upset of me saying and then I come back by saying no beautiful isn't a good enough word mm. I should say incredibly enticing or stunning you see that's sort of, that's a way of dealing with it cleverly yeah I lied but then you you know rather than it being worse than what you were said it was actually better that's the brilliance of that song. Mm. I, do you know, until I read the lyrics, I didn't realise that's what it was about. I, when, when I'd heard the song casually, yeah. and he says, I said, I love you, but I lied, I always thought he was just doing it to get her into bed, you know. Yeah. And then afterwards, it was kind of like, hey, wham, wham, thank you, ma'am. Uh, but actually, it's not. It's, it's a more thoughtful song. And I only realised that in preparation for this broadcast. Mm. So, but what about lying, you see? Because we're talking about honest conversations mm. and we've talked about how to be diplomatic. Yes. And, you know, whether people want to hear this stuff. But, right. But people outright lie to each other. They do. I try... It's, I, what, what's the worst one? It's a naked lie? Uh, you know, it's a lie with the underpants on? <laughs> fully, fully dressed lie? It's... Oh, I don't know. Lie that's ready to go out to work? You know, I don't know. How many lies are there? There's um, a white lie. The little white lie is the to spare somebody, isn't it's it? It's a bare-faced liar. It's a bare-faced okay. lie. Yeah. Anyway, we've done, we talked about lying on... Um, uh, Our podcast. Home Scarn Wisdom. Oh, yeah. Home Scarn. 
Home's gone. Uh, yeah, that's how to... You know, there's, there's chemical products you can get for that. Um, probably bleach. Uh, great pleasure to be got from bleaching sinks, actually. If you're, if you're looking for a bit of relief, you know, just go and bleach the sink. Yeah. It's really good. Um, <laughs> so lying, yes. People yeah. will opt for that to avoid any... Any issues, any no, drama? Some, some people lie for advantage. Oh, that type of lying. Yeah, I'm talking about, you know. Oh, to get the job and then you find out that they're friggin' useless. And <laughs> I mean, do you think liars mm. get by in life better than honest people? I mean, you know, there's that joke about, well, honesty is the best policy. Mm. But then, you know, David, what was his name? Badil. No, not Badil, the other one. <laughs> Mitchell, you know, said honesty is the second best policy, second which I found a very... I hadn't read the book, by the way, so it may be about something entirely different, but I guess it's about how to get away with lying and yeah. then, you know, covering your tracks. But I might be wrong. Maybe um, I've not read it either. You know, if I've ruined your sales, David, I'm sorry. I that would be a great thing to, to look at, though. Did know a compulsive liar. Yeah. Well, who really didn't know the difference, or... Between the truth and lies, I mean. Uh, no, just, they they did. Right. But uh, they just built this life upon a whole load of lies and worming their way into people to get stuff they from were them. A con and man. I guess that's the the blunt way to look at it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, those people are them. That's a. But then, at, at the time, you don't think of them as a con person. You just think, oh, well, he's, they've lied about that, or that's not the truth, or why are they doing that. And so, what, what's the reaction of most people when they're caught? as it's called, in a lie, confronted, you know, with evidence, mm. which you can't argue. Yeah. I didn't want to use the word incontrovertible because I thought you might not understand it. You yeah. Know? But let's just say incontrovertible. Is the dictionary there? Mm. Incontrovertible evidence that they have lied. Well, I guess that's like kids being caught out when they've said that they've tidied their room and they've just shoved everything under their bed. And you say, well, what's all of this? <laughs> and they're just... Most of the time, people can't answer, can they? Because mm. the evidence is there. Well, I once went to a speech uh, given at a school mm. in which, um, very controversially, whoever was delivering the speech said that the you know that most people, when they fill in an expenses claim for like a trip, yeah, particularly let's say a foreign trip, right, are lying a lot of the time. Yeah, you know? and. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, you only have to look at what's happening with our members of parliament at the moment yeah. to realise that a lot of those are Fabricated. scammers, mm. liars, cheats. Um, and, um, you know, they, some of them should have gone to prison over yeah. things that happened in the last episode of all this when we paid £1,800 for a duck house or something. You know. It was ridiculous. Um, yeah, so, I mean, in a way, part of our training... Um, escaping punishment, avoiding the consequences of your action, trying to push the blame. Yeah. Yeah. There's all the lying that goes on in that, and of course it embeds. You know, if you if you come away from a childhood of having got away with stuff by lying yeah. and so forth, and you know it doesn't prepare you well for relationships and uh, and adult life. You think, well, you know, actually David Mitchell is right. Lying is the second <laughs> best policy. No, honesty is the uh, second. Sorry, honest, honesty is the second best policy. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah, and I think that, I wonder if people can really manage the, you know, the switch. Can they say, well, you know, I'm basically the honest person mm. or I'm a basically dishonest person and right. just deal with the consequences. 
Um, I think we're going to have to... We, we've overrun massively today, Sarah. This okay. is obviously a big subject. It's a massive subject. Being honest with you, you know, we, we should have prepared better. Wow. Then it wouldn't be an honest conversation. It would be a script <laughs> that we're reading. That's true. But so, yes, not being honest. So just be a bit tactile in life and maybe things will go easier. And to play us out, we're going to have Christina Aguilera in The Voice Within. I hope we've left her some time. Mm, wow. Well. Otherwise, you can come and complain to me personally, Christina. That's it. Until next time, everyone. Take it easy. Bye-bye.